Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. We appreciate you guys joining us today. A little bit of a late start. Technical difficulties. It's just it's amazing how something doesn't work like it's supposed to. Uh, it's just not happens. So frustrating and annoying. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, should we start the show off by talking about how I've scared the shit out of you twice today? Uh, yeah, I <laughs> tried to say something earlier and just like completely messed it up. Words were starting with letters that should not be starting with letters that they started with. And so I was like, I'm going to restart the day. Go out to my car, grab a sticker that I'm going to put on my laptop. Oh, new sticker? To restart the day. Yeah, I'm a sticker guy. What's up? Come back in. Mellow's at a low point. Tax my knees. Freaked me out a little bit. That was a... Uh... Dan Campbell was in the office today. <laughs> I... about it. You're playing for the Lions. I mean, the, the pain that I had to go through to get down on one knee... Something that I will never do again, but I, I had to do it to scare you this morning. I'm sure, as you it was worth back it. In. It was, it was. And then uh, I did, I did take a video of my sneakiness. I think I'm going to put it on my TikTok. I'm able to sneak from my desk to your desk without being detected and scare you. Well, it was the camo shorts you have on today. Exactly. Good to see you. I came prepared. Yeah. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Well, you've been, you know, training to be a Navy SEAL, so here you are. Pretty much my whole life. I haven't been training. It's just a gift. I, I think my dad passed it down to me from his war days. Oh. And then he was just like, hey, this is how you go undetected through an office because that's what I did in Vietnam. Dang, that's cool. Actually, I don't, I don't think that's at all true. I wish my dad would pass that ability to me because he's pretty good at disappearing. <laughs> I wonder if I could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, no, I was yeah, thinking I had, about I had jokes. To say, I, yep. I feel like that was a good one. I had to say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the original ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Big> country's dead. <laughs> um, we are going to start the show with sports, though, as we always talk about here on Mike Up. I, I had a fantastic night last night. My avalanche advanced to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time since 2001. It was the last time we were there. A great night. By me and fellow Avalanche fans. Yeah, I mean, you, some people might say you're a bandwagon fan. You know what I mean? Like, ah, you, you hopped on late. I don't think people realize you've been paying attention to these guys for the last, at least the last month and a half. Yeah. It's, I've been waiting for this moment for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, a month and a half is a long time. I mean, we talked about it. I, I was a fan in the mid 90s. Yeah. It's, I, it's been a little bit of a drought. That's almost 27 years, yeah. right? I was there for the 2001. No, I wasn't. I'm very much a bandwagon fan, but I do think it's going to make me interested in hockey. And shout out to our guy Jesse, who's an Oilers fan. You just you you went up against a, a juggernaut in the Abs with so many great players you that they have. You just weren't prepared for the downfall of the Avalanche that was coming for you. No, you, there's nothing you can do. You see it coming. You hear it. You know it's about to just topple you, and there's nothing you can do. But it was it is. It is making me interested in hockey. And watching the game last night, I didn't start watching until the third period because I honestly didn't even know it was on. Uh, but then I saw somebody tweet something about hockey, and I was like, oh, shit, forgot this is on. I'll take a look. 
I'll watch a little bit of it. Uh, I thought the announcers did a really good job of like the play-by-play and explaining the game, and they're very excited about it too. Because I'm like entering at a very basic level of hockey. Uh, last night, game ends in overtime, and a lot of people were calling for a high stick. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was until last night. Did you figure it out though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks explain to the it, uh, explain it to the people that may not know. Announce if the puck is over your shoulder, you can't hit it with your stick. That's a high stick. We used to have a rule in floor hockey that the stick couldn't go above your waist. Shout out Coach McNaught, who wouldn't allow us to do that. So if you hit a slap shot, stick had to stay below your waist so nobody got hit in the face. That is a good call on him. I don't think that's a real hockey rule. But high sticking last night, I don't know. I don't know enough about it, and I didn't get a good enough camera angle to be like, oh, yeah, it definitely was or was not. It probably was, but at the same time, I get no offense to the Oilers. They were going to lose anyway. They were they were down three zero in the series. Even if you make it three one, yeah, it's over. There's no legitimate sweep in hockey. Yeah, it, it was going to be over, but it was really fun. Uh, it like I said, I started watching in the third period. The Oilers were up three to one when I started watching. The Avalanche came back, scored four goals in the third period, and the the Oilers scored two. So like six. It's like six touchdowns in one quarter. It's it's fantastic. It's so exciting. And I was not prepared to be as excited as I was. Like when the Avalanche started scoring, I'm like holy I'm up out of my seat, like cheering. Really? Yeah. I, I'm just stupid. at the TV. Let's yep. go. Yeah. I'm yelling, <laughs> goal. Like, I don't is that a hockey thing? I know it's a soccer thing. I'm doing it though. That's, Tell me, that's me. You were really yelling goal. Oh yeah. Oh man, you gotta you gotta take home. <laughs> A selfie stick or something. You got to put your phone up, of course, uh-huh. during these moments. Yeah. Uh, well, whenever they uh, start playing in the Stanley Cup, I'm going to be paying attention. I can't wait. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm a hockey guy now. And who, uh, who are they possibly going up against? It's the Rangers and, and the Lightning. And the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm-hmm. Which I I kind of find myself liking the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't know why. They won it a couple years ago. I don't want the Rangers to win, or maybe I do. Maybe I want the Rangers to go and get their ass kicked. I don't know if we have any Rangers fans that listen to this. I don't know. I just can't believe we're a hockey podcast now. <laughs> I, I've been like making fun of hockey fans for a good year or two. Mm-hmm. Look at me now. You're going to have to get like, one of those little mini helmets, but for the Avalanche. <laughs> I looked at hockey jerseys online to buy one. <laughs> Fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, but they are nice to wear. They are comfortable. You can only wear them in the winter, though, right? I, mean, I don't know why I'm asking... Yeah. Wear a hoodie guy 300 days out of the year. <laughs> nah, dude, 90 degrees inside of Hackett's fucking wear it, dude. Yeah, just throw on your hockey jersey. Red River rivalry game? Who cares? We'll slap that bitch. Like, are, they, are hockey jerseys so hot that, like, right now, if I if I did buy one, I'm not going to. I'm not that crazy yet. But uh, could I even wear one to, like, to the bar to watch the, hot, the Stanley Cup finals? Yeah, you could. Or would it be too hot? You'd want to wear a T-shirt underneath it, but you could. They're not, like, super thick, but... They are a little bit like kind of on the warmer side because when you're on an ice hockey rink, it is kind of cold in there, which you're aware of. But <laughs> breaking news: ice is cold. Well, that's the reason why. You know what I mean? Just, I, <laughs> ice is cold. What's the joke you explained to me yesterday? Oh, you know, mid is uh, a <laughs> that means bad. <laughs> and now well, today, I'm just letting you know. You know, what I mean? today you're like, hey, just I don't know if you know this or not, but like. The ice, it's pretty cold. It's yeah, usually you around wear, you 32 degrees or so. In the bar. <laughs> you, you are capable and able to do that. 
<laughs> Thank you. And I, I think I will be. Anything else you need me to mansplain for you, my guy? <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'm here. I'm gonna start charging your ass. Make that a new segment where you just mansplain things to me like ice being cold. <laughs> we see what works. Thirty-two is the freezing point. That, that was that. a good one though. Uh, but I really enjoyed watching hockey. I've made fun of a lot of hockey fans, and I do. I feel like the reason why I made fun of hockey fans, I feel like a lot of people like to jump on the bandwagon of hockey when they actually have no idea what's going on. In hockey, so I kind of started <laughs> making fun of those guys, and now I'm kind of becoming those guys. But I'm not going to pretend like I've been a hockey fan forever, or that I've been paying attention to the regular season or any of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm jumping on very late in this thing, obviously. Um, but is it is it really bandwagging if I declared my fandom back in the nineties? They took a, a large hiatus until they were good again. You got to talk about that part. This is part of the story that you just leave out. Wait till you get the video game and you start hitting one timers. Then you're you what's really a one timer? Hockey. What's what's I don't know what a one timer. Uh, pretty is. much when you get like a fast break and it's like two on one, and then the goalie's sitting there and you're coming down on the ice on one side and you pass the puck over and the goalie doesn't get over enough in time, so you get a quick slap shot to the side of the net and you score. It is. On. It's like an exhilarating feeling. It's it's cool to see it on TV, but then you do it in the video game. It's kind of hard to do, but once you get it, it's like. Well, it's Are cool. they called fast breaks when you get out in the open ice like that? I don't know. That's kind of just. That's what I mean. I kept watching the game last night, and I thought, like, oh, okay, here we go, another fast break. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what it's called. That's what I'm calling it, though. That's pretty damn exciting too. Mm-hmm. And I, I again don't know a lot about hockey. Avalanche seem like they're pretty damn good at the fast break. It's like those guys skate so fast. I'm learning positions. I learned that last night. I I started following the uh, breakaways. Thank you, Jesse. Breakaways. I can I can deal with that. Yeah. We can start calling them breakaways if that's what everybody else is doing. I started following the spit and chicklets guys on Twitter. I feel like they're really getting me interested too. Uh-huh. One of I don't know their names yet. One of them shaved their head to look like an old man. Have you seen that? <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> that is fucking fantastic. Oh my god! If I, I knew my hair would grow back, I would do it. But I don't know if it would. I might just actually be <laughs> stuck like that. Like, oh, it's not I'm a joke that anymore. That wasn't the bet for me because my hair. We would have realized, like, oh my god, that is where his hair was. That's what out. we should have done. You should have done that first. I'm glad we didn't. She just I think it's hilarious. Like, that should catch on. Like, everybody's growing a mustache for Top Gun. More people should shave their head like that for hockey season. Like, for the Stanley Cup, you should shave your head like that. Make it a thing. You know, the, the well, Pacers. Well, for me, I just need to grow my hair out. Yeah. <laughs> the Pacers used to do it where they would shave their head for the playoffs. And, like, playoff beards, I think that's a thing. Yeah. More people need to start doing the old horseshoe. And you can even tell with him. That he has hair. He's just decided to do that. It's very obvious. He's still got probably a good head of hair, but he's he's shaving it himself. Um, my bandwagon, though, it's it's pretty good. Yes, Ryan Whitney, oh, also the creator of Pink Whitney, which happens to be one of my favorite drinks. Dude, you've been a hockey fan for years and didn't even realize. Just didn't that. even know. If game one of the Stanley Cup, I might just get shit faced on some Pink Whitney. I've said before. I think I can drink an entire. When's game one? I don't know. That other series has to finish God, first. I hope. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was just hoping it was this weekend. I don't know. Probably not. It's probably next week. Yeah. 
Who knows? But uh, Pink Whitney, Hockey, Avalanche, I'm in. It's official. That's I'm in. Trio. You are you are still a Blues fan? Yeah, I'm a Blues fan. Yeah. Who who lost to the Avalanche? So I did know that. I have some other friends that are Blues fans as well uh, that are probably not happy with my whole Avalanche thing that I've got going on. But again, fan since the nineties. I appreciate you not rubbing it in. I appreciate you being a respectful fan. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to be that guy. If you're jumping on a bandwagon, you cannot talk shit to Suck other people. Suck on that, Blues. Like the Chiefs, I finally feel like I'm confident enough that I've been here long enough that I can start talking shit to other fans. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not much of a – I'll tell you why. I don't talk shit to other people about their team because I can't handle it when people talk shit to me about mine. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like talking shit either. Like, I'll make like some fun comments. Really? Here. Like talking shit? Like yeah. to actual people? Yeah, like, not really. Like, I'm a bad winner. Like, because when I'm winning at something, it's like I don't want to be the guy that's constantly like pouring it on. If that, like, you have people that are like a bad loser, so when they lose, they throw fits, and mm-hmm. they're just like. I mean, I'm a part of a group chat with you and another guy that is just constantly talking shit about Texas, and I feel like that's your fault. Well, that was because Texas beat him in basketball. So, like, I, all I did was write a post-it note. Right. Which was like... And leave it on his desk. So, okay, maybe I am. <laughs> but I don't I don't talk shit. A lot. Um, even with Oklahoma and Texas A&M, I don't talk a whole lot of shit. Uh, especially if I know you. Like, maybe there might be some playful, like, interactions. Like, I know Brooks is a KU fan. I'm sure I've said... Some shit about KU before, but for but I also congratulated him a lot and was, mm-hmm. told him how happy I was when they won the national championship. So and I I don't deal well when people talk shit on Texas, and that's not like a invitation. To be like, oh yeah, I'm going to talk shit. I'm just letting everyone know it does actually make me mad. I can't handle it. I am a child. I'm sorry. I can't handle it. Um, really? E- yeah. I I don't handle it well. I'm so. I, I think it was after the Texas OU loss, one of our buddies texted me like, oh, like, ha-ha, horns down, stuff like that. I didn't reply to him, and I didn't talk to him for like six months. It's like that that was not the time. No, it was after the Arkansas game. After Texas lost to Arkansas, it's like this. This was not a good time for you to <laughs> talk shit about Texas. That was, that was not good. Yeah, that was just a bad game yeah. overall. <laughs> so I, I don't handle it well. Uh, I do want to address my bandwagon fandom though, because uh, talking to Brooks last night, he kind of brought it up. It's it's pretty good. My rate to like when I become a fan to when they win a championship. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but it, it's really, really good. I've never waited more than like 10 years. Let us know. from Since I became a fan of certain teams. Um, Texas was probably one of my first favorite teams. Actually, no, it wasn't. The San Antonio Spurs, probably my first favorite team that I've ever had because of David Robinson. So I became a Spurs fan. They sucked. They got Tim Duncan. And then about three, four years later, they won a championship. Boom. And that was the first time. Like, oh, man, I saw, I saw one of my teams win a championship. And then um, the Royals, I became a fan of them and probably like an official fan in like 07. I was oh, rooted for them, but I, I wasn't like a big fan. I actually used to be a Cardinals fan. And uh, a lot of my – they won the World Series in 2006. 
I was a senior in high school, and a lot of my like friends became Cardinals fans out of nowhere. It was like, oh yeah, I love the Cardinals. I'm like, no, you don't. You just jumped on the bandwagon. And at the time, it pissed me off. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't be Cardinals fans if all you guys are going to do it. I'm gonna be a Royals fan. Like I've always liked them. Fuck St. Louis. I'm a Royals fan now. They had just drafted like Alex Gordon, and I'm like, boom, fandom there. Threw away. like I had like Cardinals hat, Cardinals shirt. Threw it away. Oldest brother, Cardinals fan. Said I'm done with you. I'm a Royals fan. And then they won the the World Series in 2015. That was the second time. So third, uh, Texas became a fan of them in probably '98. When Ricky Williams was there, they won a national championship in 2006. Had to wait eight years for that championship. Got another one. The Kansas City Chiefs jumped on the bandwagon in 2017. Championship in 2020. Just saying. I should, you should be able to hire me to be a fan of your team. I was going to say, you got opportunities right here in the chat from Bryce. He'd like to offer you a sponsorship opportunity to become an official fan of the Browns. He can <laughs> promise you brisket and vengeance. Or Vincent, excuse me. Venison? God damn it. <laughs> yes, Venison. Yeah, uh, maybe so. That's what I meant to read. I don't know what just came out of my mouth. I talk for a living, Mello. <laughs> right, that's my favorite thing. Is when you do mess up on something and then you're like, I talk for a living. My degree is in, well, like... I went to school. Public for relations. <laughs> communications Your degree. Communication degree. Major in public relations. In a minor in sports park and rec administration. I can run your YMCA and handle anything with Hey, you graduated, right? I I did graduate. (laughs) I see the degree behind you. It's right behind me. (laughs) There it is. But, yeah, uh, I'm very much a bandwagon fan. I've talked about it before, though. What else are you supposed to do like to be a bandwagon fan? I'm not going to choose a team that's just really shitty and be like, yeah, I have fun watching you. Like with the Royals, I'm too far invested now. But, like, most people are fans of a team when they're younger, mm-hmm. like Texas. I jumped on that bandwagon because Ricky Williams rode it out and won a championship, got to another one and lost because Colt McCoy injured his shoulder. Yep. But now they suck. But, like, even my daughters right now, they've got all kinds of influence for me to be Royals and Texas fans and Duke basketball fans, which they've, I've seen a million of their championships. But they're kind of becoming Alabama fans because Alabama's good. Why would you root for a team that sucks? Unless they're your local team, you shouldn't root for them. Yeah. I mean, that's why I didn't want to root for Mizzou. Mizzou stuck. Like, just mm-hmm. was not fun to watch. Yeah. I was like, who is fun to watch? Like, Texas is. I yeah. enjoyed watching Texas. I enjoyed Vince, watching Vince Young play quarterback. And then the transition to the news guys. So, for mm-hmm. me, that was kind of why I became a Texas fan, too. And I hopped on Texas bandwagon at the right time. Like, I hopped on right when Vince Young kind of became the starting quarterback, and it was like, all right, cool, here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's have some fun, and we did. And then we went right into Colt McCoy, and I was like, this is so much fun. And then he became my password to everything. Oh, yeah? It's not anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, I uh, uh, hope you have changed that one, yeah. Colt McCoy 12. <laughs> the worst part was, was when I got older, and I had the, it was for my email, for my Yahoo email that I had when I was younger. It was the first email I ever had. And my password was something like Colt McCoy or 1-2 or something like that. And then like seven, maybe like five to six years later, I I wanted to change my password, but I couldn't remember what it was, of course. (laughs) That's why I wanted to change it. And it was like favorite quarterback. And I was like, 
Alex Smith, Trent Green, Michael Vick, <laughs> Vince Young. I listed every quarterback but Colt McCoy. And I was just like, how in the world did I forget that? I realized it maybe like two years later afterwards because I was like, his number was in my email address. <laughs> Silly me. Silly you. I've never used – I don't think I've ever used like a team as a, a password or anything like that. You've never what? Oh, yeah, I have. I used to have the Royals used to be a part of my password. Yeah. But it, that was like right when I became a fan, heading into college, got a new email account, need a password. <laughs> and I used my password. I, I saw it off of a movie, and I was like, that's actually a good password. No one's going to guess that. Boom. Thank you. And that's been my password for everything. And I just throw a what number movie? combo on the end of it. Uh, I forget what it's called, actually. I just remember like the password that he had typed in. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's talking passwords with Mellow yeah. and Big Country. Um, a lot of people also talking about the LIV Golf League, I guess that it is. And I tell you, I did a little bit of research. I'm not very political. Um, usually my political following is in-state. I don't know what the fuck other countries are doing, but I know that a lot of people are pissed off about Saudi Arabia being like the money backer for this league. And I tried asking some people. I didn't really get like a good answer. So I just went and did some research myself. There's some fucked up shit over there. So I get it. Probably not the best country. I'm not going to live there. But Dustin Johnson's getting $125 million to play in this league. That's a lot of money. Somebody puts that in front of you. That's I'm doing almost anything. Yeah. Playing golf for a murderer? Yeah, probably do it. <laughs> I'm probably signing that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, here's my bank account information. Let me know when it deposits. Yeah, and uh, Phil Mickelson getting $200 million. Did he officially decide that he was going to go play? Uh, from the article I read this morning, he did. Okay. He has been kind of on the fence of, like, he made some comments and whatever, and then there's also the rumor that Tiger Woods turned down a high nine-figure deal. So a high nine-figure deal, to me, that's more than $500 million. For $500 million, if we're being honest, I don't think there's anything I could say no to outside of my immediate family. Wow. With all due respect, we're talking cousins, aunts, uncles. I was going to say, if someone paid you $500 million to kill me, would you do it? <laughs> to kill you? Yeah. I'd have to line up an, another host first. I, I wasn't even thinking host. I was thinking more of like a friendship. It oh, wasn't right. Even yeah, no. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get the priorities. That's fair. <laughs> no. For, There's a price tag on my head. That's cool. That's super cool. No, it'd have to be like a billion. <laughs> what would my price tag be? Honestly, I don't know if I could. Because I'm so sneaky. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing them camo shorts again, damn it. I don't know where yeah. his ass went. I can't, even, I can't even find him. How am I supposed to kill him? Uh, I don't know. But, uh, man, $500 million. Honestly, there's, there's not a lot I wouldn't do. Yeah. Killing, killing someone I know is probably going to be an actual no, and I would also just be worried about being caught, and I don't think I could be a murderer. I don't think I would be good at it. I can't even hunt. Like... Hunting is something that I'm like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, More I venison. I but I can't pull the trigger to kill a deer. I've seen one. I've had the gun pointed and been like, ah, no. 
<laughs> not it's just so pretty. <laughs> yeah, this this is not the way that I want to go about things. So again, all for hunting, all for eating it. I can't actually pull the trigger to kill probably anything that's not a bird. Yeah, that makes sense. I also just feel like it would be cool to like have the five hundred million dollars, you know. But then knowing like someone died for this. It does. Like, are you taxed on it? Is the IRS going to be like, "Hey, how'd you get that money?" Is the government going to become, you know, asking me questions? I tell them about it. Everything else getting paid for in cash. Tell you that. Yeah. When people um, are like, "Oh, I don't pay for anything unless I, you know, have it in cash." It's like I uh, totally get that. I'm on the same mindset actually now. For for two hundred million dollars, though, I do think that I would play golf for any backed. ISIS could back a golf league and say, hey, Melo, $200 million. You coming? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take somebody else's plane, but I'll be there. That's the thing. We're talking about like $500 million to kill somebody. You gave me $500 million to swing a uh, stiff shaft with a piece of iron or iron at the bottom of it to hit a golf ball. She's playing a game. yards away. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. doesn't mean I have to support all of your stances. Yeah. Chick-fil-A does some things that I don't agree with. Guess what? Probably going there for lunch today. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to be completely open because Raising Cane's open in Joplin, and everyone just decided to camp out there last night. Yeah, some it's... chicken fingers. You said that earlier, and it cracked me up. I've been chuckling about it ever since you said it. You just came out for some chicken fingers. They did. Like, you're camped out at a Raising Cane's. I like it. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. It's great that it's here in Joplin, finally. Okay. There are probably 100 people camped out just in a line waiting at like 7 a.m. this morning to get chicken fingers. Could you imagine going into work and just being like, you know what? Yeah. Hey, I boss, actually, actually need the day off today because, yeah, uh, you know, Raising Cane's open. <laughs> Energy is not through the roof. Raising Cane should have had a celebrity come in, have a, like a celebrity uh, cashier or something. Like yeah. Hand out food. They did that. Didn't the Pardon My Take guys do that? Uh, I think so. Like, I've seen Snoop Dogg do it, I've seen like a couple NFL players do it. Patrick Mahomes also opens up his own Whataburger restaurant this afternoon. His own Whataburger restaurant? Yeah, I guess he has his own Whataburger. It's not in Kansas City, I don't think. If it is, that's super cool. Like he bought into the franchise? Because he he does get credit for like bringing it to Kansas City. I, I, I think that he did in like a roundabout way, but at the same time, it's just like, it's probably a good spot to be in anyway. Oh, 100%. <laughs> to just expand northern... I hate the fact that it's like only available in certain like areas. Arkansas, like I'm not gonna go all the way to Fayetteville to have a freaking burger. Again, it's just like what a burger. It's <laughs> yeah. not that fancy. Now no. in and out though. Watch your mouth. Yeah, Pretty good. I like. Is that a hill you're ready to die on? Yeah, I liked In and Out a lot. I I prefer In and Out over What a Burger. I think they're both pretty good. They're nothing fantastic. Well, the thing with uh, In and Out too. Uh, was the fact I got to see my guy Justin Trees uh, on that trip, and uh, he like introduced me to like their animal fries or something. And they put like a sauce and bacon on top of the fries, and it was just so unexpected. I hadn't heard of it before. It was just an overall great experience, and nothing like eating a cheeseburger and looking at the mountains as well. <laughs> yeah, <Freaking> amazing. <laughs> I I think the Ozarks are pretty underrated. As like a scenery place. Oh, Everybody's like, oh. It's like, what the hell are you talking technically about? Technically, we have mountains here. Yeah. Technically. No yeah. Now, a lot of people, like, if you've ever seen the Rocky Mountains, you'll look at every other mountain range and be like, no, you don't have mountains. 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we like do. the rolling hills of the Ozarks is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like that trip down, uh, like over to Branson or whatnot, and like you're, you know, you're hitting all these different like elevation peaks on the trip, and like yep. you're just seeing all the hills with the trees and stuff. Every time I, I go that way, it's just like, what's all living out there? What's Get ten minutes south. Trees? Get ten minutes south of Joplin, and it's absolutely beautiful. I agree with you. I'll go drive out there sometimes. <laughs> like I got nothing else going on in the evening. I'm just going. I'm just going to go on a little stroll. Not now. Not with gas prices so high. Four fifty. <laughs> In Joplin, Missouri. Uh-huh. I told you, I'm, I think I'm actually going to do it. I think I'm going to buy a car just to, like, good gas mileage. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. It just is so expensive. I did, like, I was calculating how much it would take me to fill up my tank because I have to get gas later today or maybe tomorrow. It's going to be over $100. I've been trying to get in contact, not get in contact. I've been in contact and uh, conversations with Roper Key on getting a new car this week. I might have to say, hold up, I'm getting a fucking moped. <laughs> You're right. Ring, all the way around Joplin. Yeah, start riding my bicycle around. Uh, if Hey, if you see me posting pictures on the gram of me and a Kia Soul, know that baby's mine. <laughs> if I could get, like, a, a really cheap Kia Soul. You saw one yesterday. No, I mean, like, really cheap, like, under $10,000. I don't need anything special. High miles, just something to drive back and forth to work every day. I bet you could walk on that lot today and walk out with one. Oh, I know I could. Exactly what you just asked for. <laughs> yeah. Our guy Tessa's going to be like, yeah, dude, it's right here. Mm-hmm. We've had this one. It's the one that you were driving last year. It's still here. On you still today. smells like you. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> you probably still have the key. You actually have want... your sunglasses in there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it probably still has my garage opener in there because <laughs> that's a true story. I left it in there. Thankfully, oh. I had two. Oh. Now, somebody driving around Joplin in a fine Kia Soul has my garage opener. <laughs> Just with that nice turn radius, just hitting that button. Up. And you no wonder why your garage is randomly opening and closing. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that might happen. But this is Golf League. Uh, a lot of money being paid out. Uh, the last place finisher. There's nobody. Uh, they don't do cuts. The last place finisher going to make $125,000. And I saw some more people talking about it, too. Like, if you're fresh out of college, you could go and you could play the PGA Tour. But you're probably going to get cut and not make any money. Or you could go to this league, last place finisher, getting about 125. Sign me up. Like, what do I have to do to play? Like, I think you have to be invited, no... but that's yeah. I'll play once and I'm that's good. One, yeah, you got to be invited. <laughs> that's the first. Got to be a good golfer. That's two. Uh, and three, it's like everyone's saying, you know, if we go join this LIV, is it LIV? Is it? I think I think it's LIV. Is that just okay? So if you go join it. Everyone's worried about like all oh, the sponsors that you know you leave with the PGA because those sponsors also don't want to like disrespect the PGA and lose that opportunity and that you know reach and value and marketability that you're getting with them. But at the same time, if everyone's getting paid over there, those sponsors are going to make money. They're going to get viewed again. Like those views are going to remain the same. Probably. It's probably going to take a little bit, but it's going to be worth it. And so many players in the PGA now, they're just playing the majors anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is it? Is it Brooks Kepka that does that? That's Tiger Woods does. definitely like, has come out and said, I'm only playing majors. But there are a lot of guys that don't even worry about some of these other events. So, like, why not? Like, again, I guess maybe it's the human aspect of it. But at the same time, you're giving me $100 million? To swing a golf club. Mm-hmm. Like, I would spend... You pay me $100 million, I'll go spend a day on the course getting pissed at how I'm slicing still. i fixing my swing. I For $100 million, I could not get pissed off. 
I could hit, play the worst round of golf ever, and I would just be out there. Yeah, it's whatever. That's a hundred thousand dollar ball. Boop. Do it again. What's that old bumper sticker? Like uh, any bad day fishing beats a day at work or whatever. Yeah. That would be me. I do like my job though, but still, hundred million dollars. Hell, tell you what, I'll give you a bargain. One mil. One mil I'll play in every tournament you want me to. Mm-hmm. I will shank the shit out of every ball. <laughs> Actually, my problem is not so much shanking or slicing. It's topping the ball. I top the ball so much because I'm still afraid to get my clubs dirty that I don't get under the ball. So I hit the top of it, and it goes nowhere. That's your mindset with it? You don't want to get your clubs dirty? Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of breaking them, and I don't know why. Hey, trust me. I, that used to be mine. I've hit them off a sidewalk, and they're still the same. I've hit them off tree roots. I say a sidewalk because my golf ball was like laying like the lied right next to like the cart path. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a sidewalk; it was a cart path. Excuse me. That I hit the club on. Swing the club over swung. <laughs> Thought I broke my iron. Nope. Still good as new. Just couple really? Scrapes on the bottom. Them things are tough. I got to give them credit. They are. When I was younger, uh, my oldest brother got into golf. Tiger Woods era. So he had um, a golf bag. Like, he had all the clubs and everything. And we used to just, like, take his clubs, and we would go play, uh, like, at the the football field, stuff like that. We would just take a couple golf balls, one club, and go play. Broke his 7-iron one time. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I'm like, oh, these things are actually kind of fragile. Those clubs were probably from 1960, (laughs) and we were playing with them in the 90s. But broke one and thought, like, oh, shit, I never want to do that again. So I have, like, PTSD over breaking golf clubs. Yeah. It was a big deal then. It's like the dude doesn't have a 7-iron. Probably just need to go buy him a seven iron and be like, hey, just because. Here you go. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Just go through like a flea market and be like, I just want one club, not the set, just one. Yeah. <laughs> right? Get him the nicest seven iron that's out there. <laughs> yeah. Right? Hey, sorry about it. But I still, welcome. I owe you this. <laughs> and he would probably be like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, what seven? Why a seven iron? Why? I'm also going on in the world of sports right now is the College World Series. Mm-hmm. I'm not super into it, but I am. I'm kind of into it. I did not realize, and I saw the tweets going off last night, that Texas and OU softball are playing for the national championship. Yeah, I thought they were just like they kept advancing. I didn't know we were at the end of it. For softball, we are. Baseball still uh, in the super regional matchups right now, uh, and Texas is currently still playing as well in that. The Texas baseball team. Mm-hmm. They were off to a hot start to the season. They were ranked number one. Our guy Ethan was all about it, letting us know. So appreciated that heads up. And things kind of went downhill for a little bit. But they're kind of working their way back up, currently in the nine seed for it. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. But yeah. the fact that we got Oklahoma and Texas in a softball World Series or championship game, whatever is completely yeah. labeled as. The finals. The what finals, they're excuse me. Pretty freaking neat. I, I think that the SEC is going to pre-celebrate this. I know I tweeted that earlier today. They definitely are. Like, you're going to hear SEC chants at this World Series final. I, I so? know it. I can remember the days when Mizzou decided they were going to leave for the SEC and people were already chanting, like, SEC. I, I think it was maybe at a Texas game. I think it was one of the – yes, it was uh, – who was the big receiver that they had? That Texas? Doriel Green Beckham. Oh. So yeah. I was at the Mizzou-Texas game when they were chanting DGB. SEC. Like, you guys are fucking losers. <laughs> You're going to go get your ass kicked. Now, they did play pretty well when they first got to the SEC. Now, again, getting their asses kicked. But I do think that 
OU fans and Texas fans, they might like actually unite and be like start an SEC chant. I guess it might make sense. Which I guess if you're softball, it might be the sport where you're like, yeah, but we're going to come to the SEC and we're going to dominate. Because it's not going to be football. It's not going to be basketball. Baseball, maybe. Vanderbilt's still very good. So, like, softball and swimming, that's where those are your sports to dominate if you're Texas. And I know OU also is very good at gymnastics. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I had no idea until this week that they were a juggernaut in softball. Yeah, they are this year. I could have been kind of keeping an eye on it, that Hawaiian girl that they had. Uh, oh, I knew they were this year. I didn't know it was like a – they're like the Alabama of softball. Oklahoma's? Yeah, they've won like a shitload of national titles. They, they've hit more home runs than they've allowed earned runs. So I knew Oklahoma State was really good at softball, but I didn't realize Oklahoma was as well. Yep. I don't know what Oklahoma State does. I, OU is definitely. I'm pretty sure Oklahoma State is well known for their softball program as well. Possibly. So maybe that's where the whole rivalry stick in there. Maybe so. Football, uh, not so much either. Right. Speaking of cars, I am in the market for something cheap. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the people uh, in the chat helping me out here. Uh, Tesla looking real good these days. Yes, but they're expensive. I also don't know if I could just sit behind a car while it drives me. You know, I don't think Teslas are as expensive as kind of maybe what everything else is right now, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Motorcycles. Uh, Bryce suggests a motorcycle. I don't know I if I could. worried about killing myself. Yeah. Because my thing is, like, when I'm on, I mean, you guys have heard my bike stories, but, like, I'm the type of person, like, if something happens, like, I freeze on it. Like, on, a, like, a motorized view. Like, I freeze in a moment of, like, oh, shit. Like, I just hit a hard bump or something's mm-hmm. going to happen because I want to see what's going to, like, I don't try to overcorrect. I just, like, hold myself. And on a motorcycle, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing to have. I've never ridden a motorcycle. I've never driven a motorcycle. I've ridden on one. On the back of one as a child. Oh, okay. I was just like, who are you hanging out with, guy? Uh, but like a dirt, like dirt bike. Me and like my lady, road. she's a secret. She's she's a biker, babe. And uh, she, she lets me ride on the back. She's got a chopper. I got a shirt that says, if you can read this, the bitch fell off. But it's it's me. I'm the bitch. <laughs> Tell me you really have a shirt like that. No, but they're out there. Oh, man. I didn't know that. I thought you made that up. I was like, that is worth putting that on the shirt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, motorcycle—they they still kind of scare me. I don't know if I could. Yeah, do they it. do me. Like my cousin got one, and I was just like, "Hey, man!" Like I don't. Know. He's like, "Nah, dude, I'll be good." This and I wouldn't want anything like a, like a ninja, like or you know, super uh, powerful Harley Davidson. Like I want like an old school, just like little putt around motorcycle, maybe. Yeah. Like I can't even drive it on the highway because it doesn't go fast enough. <laughs> I think I'm describing a moped. <laughs> yep, I was going to say a moped. That's what you. Want. I have driven a moped those are kind of fun to drive mm-hmm. they're not too bad um but if you go to roper kia and mention us here at mic'd up check out their inventory if they don't have the car of your dreams they will help you find it hey this is just a matter of me actually having to like send that text to like hey cheap cheap car good gas mileage so and i would just drive the shit out of that car too it, it, everything would be like a race to me I'm not a fast driver. I don't speed. I would be like sharp turns, just hitting that e-brake to <laughs> turn at a red light or anything. Just that just would be ripped. Uh, but on. yeah, mention us at Mike Tubbs. You get one thousand dollars off. Search their inventory if they don't have what you're looking for. 
they will help you find the car of your dreams. Absolutely. And it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need that nicer, newer car. Again, mentioned mic'd up. Get $1,000 off at Roper Kia, Roper Rangeline, or Roper Mitsubishi. And as, as the guys put in the chat, Bryce, I am definitely describing like a moped scooter type. But that's... I'm not like a big man card guy or like, oh, I've got to be a masculine. I'm a man's man. Mm-hmm. Scooter's pushing the limit for me. I laugh when I see people drive a moped. Like an electric scooter or like one of those like moped scooters? Also, uh, the bird scooters, I'm afraid of them. Go figure. Dude, I've seen so many people just like – just eat it i know all the time like they don't see like the the obvious pothole in the street or they don't see the bump on the sidewalk like when you're going even it dips down a little bit because the ground isn't like just not good and And again there goes your face you don't get your hands out in front of you where you scrape everything up yeah it's kind of hilly around here Mm -hmm. i there are some big hills that i have to climb i don't know that a moped's getting up some of those and again i just don't trust these homeless people man (laughs) I don't want to be driving by an alley and this guy's like whack with the stick and I get freaking clotheslined because I'm just enjoying life on my freaking moped. <laughs> yeah. He's riding around on his bike and he's like, I'm about to upgrade to a moped. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy just a couple that. blocks over. <laughs> he's got a nice on. one. <laughs> been scouting me out for a week. Yeah. Uh, last night, Aaron Donald signed his new contract. I kind of saw it coming. I don't know that it's really big news. He is the highest paid non-quarterback in the league. He should be. And I, I think this was just a lot of obvious things that should happen did happen. Yesterday he gets around like thirty one million dollars on average. I don't know how the Rams continue to do it with their salary cap. A lot of people tell me that it is real. I still stand firm that it is probably real, but not real enough to be like a difference maker. Yeah, and the fact that he's getting a sixty million dollar raise over the next two seasons, it's it's nice. But one thing that I, I was kind of wondering this morning, Mel, and I don't know if you're going to have an answer to it or you know maybe think the same thing, could they possibly be having this extra room with the salary cap because they don't have first-round draft picks? Like they don't have like a guaranteed money going to a lot of these picks in like rounds one, two, or three. They don't have that many picks. So it's like yeah. that's just open for the salary cap for them to spend elsewhere. Yeah, they, I mean, they've traded away so many first-round picks that they're not, like, picking up a bad fifth-year option. And those guys are making, you know, like 30 to at least $15 million, you know, kind of depending on where you're drafted at in the first round. Mm-hmm. And the, even with the Rams, it's like, oh, they paid this guy, this guy, that guy. They they have, like, what, four or five guys that they're paying? Stafford, paying him. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. And I, I think Allen Robinson got a pretty nice deal. Yeah, $46 million, yeah. But isn't it, like, over three years? So even that's not, like... It's not a huge contract. So really they have like three pretty big contracts and then Cooper Cups, he's not making that much either. He's not making twenty eight thirty. Yeah. Maybe it just seems like a lot because they're just keeping their stars. But like because they actually like, pay them. <laughs> that's the only guys they are paying. Yeah, like, like they don't have the anybody super team. expensive on the offensive line. Cam Akers is still young in his rookie deal. Yep. Offensive line, like you said. Whitworth retired, but you're also not really paying anyone else there outside of him, mm-hmm. B- beforehand at least. But it's working for him. <laughs> and Aaron Donald, I'm glad that he's going to continue to play. I like watching him play, so that's great to see. Um, also, yesterday, kind of after we stopped recording, right, maybe this was after, um, this is when I realized it, a 24th accuser came out against Deshaun Watson and with the Deshaun Watson stuff, I've been kind of sitting on the fence of like, yeah, let's wait to see. And like a proven, you know, 
innocent till proven guilty type thing. I think I'm off that fence. Yeah, it's. I mean, this is a tough topic to discuss, but it's just at this point, like when you look at all the stories and accusations that are out there against Deshaun Watson, they're all so similar. And mm-hmm. as much as we, you know, thought kind of at the beginning of this conversation and these allegations and the lawsuit towards Deshaun was, ah, the lawyer's kind of scummy. He's neighbors to the, yeah, the other, like, the plaintiff's lawyer. If we really trust this guy, like he started off asking for money to settle out of court with what, the, the 16 or 17 accusers. Mm-hmm. And then that number kept rising to where it did get to the 21. And now we're at 24. In this last one, like just reading the story, it's just... It's just got to be such an uncomfortable situation to be yeah. in for all these women. And that last story is the fact that, like, she quit being a masseuse because of this. Like, man, you ruined someone's career. You know what I mean? She could have been looking forward to this. She paid money to go to school to learn how to do it, buy the equipment needed, invited you over to her apartment after setting up the appointment, mm-hmm. and that's how you treat her. Like, it's just so disrespectful and scummy. And then you look at the Browns who paid him, what do we say, $230 million guaranteed? Yep. You deserve to just be screwed over if you're the Browns. And I still, there has to be some kind of terminology in the CBA or in his contract that is like, hey, if you're found guilty of this stuff, we don't pay you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you commit certain crimes, murder, rape, all this stuff, your contract should just be void. Yes. That should be an NFL rule. That's like something that shouldn't even be negotiated. It's like, hey, yeah, if you're actually a, a gigantic piece of shit, no, we're not going to pay you. But. If you can stay out of jail, yeah, your contract is fully guaranteed. Yeah, and I think a lot of the contract, because I know I mentioned it yesterday on radio, was that there were the wording and phrasing of the contract was that he wouldn't lose any money if he was suspended. But I think that was from like the NFL, not mm-hmm. actual legal, from like the judicial system. Yeah, and with the suspension too, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I think that he's got to come out and get some kind of suspension. It really what changed my opinion on this too, of not just sitting neutral and like saying, Oh, I'll wait until more details come out. Cause I honestly don't know what's going on. I don't know what's hearsay. It's he said first, she said stuff was his lawyer's comments that he made uh, either yesterday or over the weekend. I was made aware of it yesterday to where he kind of came out and said, happy endings aren't illegal. If you're not paying extra for them. <laughs> that is maybe one of the worst things you could say in this case. And and I don't want to be, like, ingranted or trying to defend any situation here, but, like, I'm sure there were – I don't even want to say I'm sure. I'm sure there were consensual interactions say, okay, with Deshaun so Watson. I don't and, know if that's safe to say or whatnot, but, like, I'm sure there were. Yeah. He is – He's know, a, a successful – He's yep. a very – he's a good-looking guy. He's got money. He's good at what he does. Maybe there was some, like, okay, hey, mm-hmm. this is going a little further than just a massage, having some fun. But it's the fact that he took those opportunities and then just expected them or forced them. And it's, man, it's almost like the dude had a routine too. Yes. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to request a smaller towel. I'm going to get an erection, try to take it further, try to get her to massage my quads and thighs. Mm-hmm. Like that. He's a predator. Yeah. And that's, it's just a terrible situation. So, um, I, you still don't know all the details. You don't know what's true, what's false, but it, it seems like that he's a piece of shit regardless of, Anything that happens in the future, like so many massage therapists, so many accusers, it's a really it's a terrible situation, and it continues to get worse. I think the NFL needs to come out and suspend him a very significant amount of time. And uh, I saw somebody tweet it this morning, and I retweeted it. Let's also remember the NFL suspended Calvin Ridley for an entire year for betting. Yes, 
which is something that you can legally do in the United States. Yep. And he bet on his team to win. So all he was betting on them to lose. He was betting on his own team, the Atlanta Falcons, to win a game, correct? And it was just two, two or three games he bet on? I don't even know if he was betting on the Falcons. It was like a parlay or something. So but again, way, like, sports betting for like $1,500, which is a lot. That's a big bet. I'm not making that kind of bet. Nope. But it's not, not such an outlandish <laughs> amount that I would be like, absolutely, I would never. Like, even for me, average Joe, this is Calvin Ridley who makes millions of dollars being like, yeah, 1500 bucks. That could, that could be a nice little Tuesday for some of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, and they, the NFL suspended him for one year. Uh, after all the allegations against Deshaun Watson, I don't see how he gets anything less than one year. And that's counting the year that he had to sit out, mm-hmm. too. He, he shouldn't be allowed to play in the NFL again. But he's going to be suspended for, it's got to be at least a year. If it's anything under the, a year, then there needs to be some, you know, people going to the NFL offices I boycotting. Believe. Like, that's just a terrible, terrible situation. Uh, things that are not a terrible situation are Club 609, uh, home to the best happy hour in all of the world, two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours at Club 609. Yep, absolutely. Next up is going to be downtown Lou. Be sure to visit them in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, right here on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when. You're going to need your oil change or your tire service. Make sure you get that taken care of again right here in Joplin, Missouri at Downtown Lube. And another reason why I can't get a Tesla, they don't need oil changes. I got to support Downtown Lube. They support me. Now, I could still go there and buy tires. But also just not going to get a Tesla because I don't trust him. Yeah. And I saw that Musk might uh, back out of the Twitter deal. What? I saw, yeah, I saw it come up again yesterday that he might back out. It's like, was this guy ever even for real about it or was he just bullshitting? Was he just want to show like, yeah, I have $4 billion. <laughs> right, like, you know I could. Like, if I really wanted to, I could own this company. So I, I don't know. I haven't been following much of that. I don't really care. As long as I don't have to pay for my Twitter account, I don't really care who owns it. Yeah. Um, and as long as they don't change too much of it. I would like to be able to tell Clay Travis that he should kick himself in the balls. Uh, so whoever runs Twitter, if you can make that happen, I'd be happy about that. You know what? Excuse me. I said $4 billion. It was $44 billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what Twitter sold for. Holy shit. I didn't realize it was that high. You could buy 10 NFL teams. <laughs> yeah. You could buy <laughs> 10 Denver Broncos. Just buy the AFC West. <laughs> Be like, yeah, I'm literally printing my own money now. Like, we don't even uh, care. You have to come to the game and pay in, like, chief bucks or something like that. Which the Chiefs would probably sell for more because the Hunt family has had it forever. So I think they would want a large amount of money. But the Broncos are allegedly, I guess, going to sell for about, what, $4.5 billion, which is the most expensive franchise in sports history. And, like, that's a good franchise. You've got Russell Wilson. I get why it's so expensive. The Raiders with Mark Davis, I feel like you could get them, I, I guess I want to say, on the cheaper end. I've heard that he doesn't have a lot of cash on hand. So may, and maybe he's getting older and he's like, yeah, fuck this. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. You could buy an entire division. <laughs> you might get, like, a group rate. <laughs> yeah. A Groupon for the <laughs> NFC East. 
Why buy three when you could buy four? Four for $20 billion. <laughs> Yeah. If we buy the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants, we get the Commanders free, right? Because nobody <laughs> wants that shit. <laughs> no, nah, we'll throw in the Lions. We'll mix it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do if I were Elon Musk. Fuck buying Twitter. I would buy an entire division of a sport. How would that work? <laughs> and then you, you just have run a it. Favorite. Like, actually, I, fuck the commanders. I don't want them to win this year. <laughs> right? You start making rules within your division. Like, no, no, no. We don't have a salary cap anymore. He's too good. He goes to the, he goes to the Giants this year. Yeah, we just decided, yeah. <laughs> Dak Prescott, you're now actually a Giant. So enjoy it in New York. I'm the owner, and we traded you for a six-round draft pick. Crazy thing about this division, we'll trade within it. We do not care. <laughs> you, what you would do is you form one super team. That's what I was going to say. The other three teams just suck. And then you're like... They're your development teams. <laughs> yeah. The NFC East, all-stars. Has won the last five out of six Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would do if I were at a billion dollars. Or what's he worth? Like $240 billion? Yes, I didn't Sounds realize it was that stupid. much. I knew it was worth a lot, but I didn't know you had $44 billion to toss around. Yeah. Um, a couple Tell the Truth Tuesdays for you guys today, though. A couple users submitted ones. Um, Sean puts in the chat, Tell the Truth Tuesday. BC was yesterday years old when he found out that Bacardi is known for rum and not vodka. And then a lot of people say that this needs disgust. Some are even calling you Bacardi country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that is that is my mistake, and uh, I'll be honest. With Bacardi, I thought it was vodka because when my parents started drinking, they tried to hide it from me and my siblings, and so we did some snooping and found some Crown bottles and Bacardi bottles and then, like, uh, another vodka bottle. And so I knew my mom liked vodka, so for some reason I just put together that Bacardi was vodka. It's clear, right? Yeah. Yeah, so and it sits right next to all the vodka bottles, so it's just like, boom, vodka. And someone yesterday goes, hey, I want a rum and coke. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I was just like, ah, oh, what rum should I use? And Sean's just like, just grab the Bacardi. And I was like, that's fucking vodka. You <laughs> and he's just like, what? I so, can picture it all because sometimes you're so, like, sure of things <laughs> and the confidence on your face. I am of like so sure and being false with false information. Yes. When you Dude, get – Aliens are freaking real. Right? Yeah, when you get super confident about something, the look on your face – and then the letdown when you're like proven wrong. What, did you like read the bottle or like Google it to be like? Yeah, I looked it up. I did look it up. I looked at the bottom. It was just like premium rum, and I was like, <gasps> I I still don't know the difference between whiskey and bourbon, and like some of the other stuff too. I'm like, what kind of alcohol is this? I don't know. It tastes good, so I'll drink it. Yeah, and then like with vodka, like is it corn or is it something like whatever else? Like mm-hmm. wheat, however they're making. I tell you, I'm usually a Tito's guy. It's it's getting kind of expensive. Everything it used is. to be the cheap, like really good, but also affordable. I don't want to say cheap, but affordable vodka. It almost feels like it's the premium vodka now. It's becoming that way. Like I, I th- was standing in line at Casey's the other day when that guy tried to cut in line, and I was looking at the liquor and be like, "Wow, Tito's is about the same price as Grey Goose now." Yeah. When did that happen? I don't feel like Grey Goose gets any recognition anymore. It's it like, used to be so popular. It did. Like, oh, you want some goose? Where's your Maverick at? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and another Tell the Truth Tuesday from one of our listeners, too. This one comes from our guy, Sylvester. And I asked him, I said, hey, is it cool if I use your name on this or do you want me to leave it out? Because it's yeah. whatever. You send me a DM with the Tell the Truth Tuesday. I'll ask. I don't want to put your name out there if you don't want me to. 
He said, go for it. Uh, he said, my tell the truth is on Mondays and Tuesdays, I work with all females and we share a bathroom. So because I'm the only male on those days, I sit when I pee to avoid the splash spots on the bowl or floor around the toilet. I I love it. Again, I'm not like a, a man card or like a, oh, I'm so masculine. I can't sit down to pee guy. And I say, go for it. If you're more comfortable sitting down to pee, one, who actually knows? Unless you put it on mic'd up and we read it. But like sometimes <laughs> name listed off. <laughs> to to avoid this problem, I say you're very considerate, man. You don't even have to worry about sly as a gentleman. You don't have to worry about seat up, seat down situation, like, oh I forgot to do it. Nope, it's always down. Because I'm sitting on it. Now my question is I do wonder if the girls are like, Wow, Sly like just over here being like a heck of a guy, puts the seat down every time he gets on peeing. <laughs> or if they've maybe pieced together like is he also like? Are they having conversation amongst themselves to start the week? Like, he's definitely sit down when he goes pee in there. <laughs> yeah, like, right. <laughs> what's the office talk? The fly's not around. It, I, I assume this is like a one one person bathroom, so he's not yeah. like going in there and sitting down. <laughs> well, other girls are like, "Oh, hey, what looking under?" <laughs> yeah, that, that would be. Awesome. Sylvester, is that you? Oh man, look at you! You're either Sly, shitting or you super considerate. Salad good for lunch. <laughs> he takes the quietest poops, <laughs> and they're so fast. Hey, I, as a teacher, tell the truth Tuesday. I wasn't ready to talk about this one, um, but when I first started, I didn't know where the faculty bathroom was. Uh, but I saw like one day the te- another teacher walk into the faculty bathroom, and I'm like, oh, okay, there it is, conveniently located, like right around the corner from my classroom. That's awesome uh, because I wasn't number twoing at work at school, I guess you would say. But I would just use the regular student's bathroom with the urinals to go to the bathroom. Then I was like, okay, maybe this is weird. I'll use the faculty bathroom. I started using the faculty bathroom. And then about six months later, after Christmas break, I realized there's a male and a female faculty bathroom. I didn't know where the male one was. I was using the female's bathroom whole semester anyone ever catch you or notice anything <laughs> you know, i would see people like uh, be, like coming out of it and be like see a lady waiting and just be like hey how you doing no one ever said a word to me i think they were either weirded out by the fact that i was using it or just like too nice to be like that guy's a fucking weirdo <laughs> also <laughs> why does it matter at the end of the day yeah. i know like some people get super upset Terrible. about bathrooms yeah. but, like just, they're all toilets just go use one <laughs> yeah. it's it's not like, especially if it's a one-person bathroom, why does it really matter? I think I've told the story, too. Uh, one time I accidentally in college, I took a shit in the girl's bathroom. Walked in there and was like, this is weird. No urinals. Never seen a men's bathroom like this before. Next time I come through, I'm like, wait a second. Last time I was here, this was a men's bathroom. Now it's a girl's bathroom. So if you want to sit down to pee, I say sit down to pee. It really, it does not affect me at all. Nope. So if it doesn't you change do my opinion on you. You still make great content for us, so we really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I love like the that clip last outs. video of me <laughs> jumping through the table edit that he made. I watched uh-huh. it ten times. I thought it was hilarious. Right, he does a fantastic job. So <laughs> if he wants to sit down to pee, do it. Do you think, Boo? I'm, uh, you know, I'm sure that there are sometimes it's more convenient. I'm just I'm thinking, sure. like myself, like after like a long mow, I'm you know spent some hours out in the yard. Then I come back into the house. Maybe I want to sit down for a little bit. Scroll TikTok while, while I go pee. It's whatever.
Anyway. No, no, uh, I'm having a nice little sit. Just kind of relax. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get into our Tell the Truth Tuesdays. I, I've got a couple wild ones. Uh, my first one is about Game 2 of the NBA Finals, and this was pretty embarrassing, uh, but this happened to me on Saturday night. And I thought the game was on Saturday. They played game one, I believe, was on Thursday. Uh So I figured, okay, game two, Saturday night. I go to my app. I check when the time is. I'm like, cool, got it, going to watch the game. Like, set an alarm. I'm like, I want to make sure I see it and don't want to miss it. And so I did that. And I turn on ABC. And I'm like, what the hell? The game already started. I thought it started at 8. But I'm like, in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. Like, this is bullshit. I missed an entire half, but I'm still, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, okay, great. The Warriors are up big in the third quarter again. This is fine. Continue to watch it. And then the Celtics start to come back and I have a tweet fired up, ready to go. Like, oh my God, the Celtics in the third quarter are so good. Something like that. And then I realized at the top of the screen, it says previously recorded. Game two of the NBA finals was on Sunday night. I started watching game one of the finals again on Saturday, and I was too dumb to realize that this was a previously recorded thing. Same narrative. Like, oh, man, Warriors are up big after halftime, but here come the Celtics. It was well into the fourth quarter before I realized. I watched the entire, like, third quarter. Man, Celtics on, like, a 20-0 run. <laughs> Shit, they might drop yeah. 40 again. And what did it for me is I saw a highlight, and I was like, wait a second. I think that was from the game one. Like, that's the same move. And then I saw the previously recorded thing. Thank God they put it on there. Or I would have been live tweeting third and fourth quarter of game one of the NBA Finals on Saturday night. Wouldn't that be hysterical, live tweeting rerun games? <laughs> yeah, people would be like, what? what's this game on? Is he from the future? Does he know? Like, people are adjusting bets based off what live, I've said. Like, live-tweeting a random Vikings-Bears game. Like, David Montgomery was another fantastic runner in the start of the third quarter. Like, yeah. Dude, it's July. What are you talking like about? Like, when uh, NFL Network shows those old games, mm-hmm. like that Chiefs and Bills game was on the other day. Yep. And my daughter's like, is this is this happening right now? Like, no. No, it's not. It didn't even happen this year, actually. <laughs> it was last year, but that's my first tell the truth. I, mean, I was I was pumped when the Celtics started making their comeback. I'm like, here we go. Al Horford, Derek White going off again. Like, this is great. And then I realized I'm just a moron, and it was a previously recorded game one. <laughs> Love that. Uh, for me was uh, I made waffles this morning and left them in the toaster, and I didn't realize it until <laughs> I got to the office. And the reason why is because my apartment complex is, like, doing some, like, type of inspection. So they've been leaving notices and, like, notes on our doors, like, hey, big inspection. Make sure you please have everything picked up. There's nothing blocking, like, an entrance to the door of your water like fire inspection. Kind of something like that. Like, make sure, you like, all your light bulbs are working. If they're not, let us know. Please have your apartment cleaned up, your trash taken out, all your appliances empty, nothing in, like, the dishwasher Ooh, just I realized I left that full as well. Nothing stuffed in the <laughs> stove, like pans or anything, just kind of sitting there. Like in this, you can't leave anything in the stove. Mm-mm, didn't want anything being in there. Where do you like, keep your cast iron? On top of my, like on top of the stove, not mm. in the oven. I always store mine in the oven. Am I not supposed to do that? Is that wrong? I don't know. Hey, I'm not the guy to ask. I'm not a cooker. <laughs> my mom came over. They, Here's another tell the truth. Like, I got the root canal last week uh, when I woke up from my nap and like went to go get dinner with her and like grab some groceries. She goes, uh, you don't cook here a lot, do you? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, 
do you? And I was like, no, not really. Like, mm-hmm. I'm usually not home to like, kind of cook anything, so no. And uh, she was like, okay, well, I really just noticed it because you had dust on your stovetop. And I was like, ooh. It's like, damn, mom, all right. You need to I'll wipe that down. But thanks for cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, d- I don't like to cook a lot until I can cook outside. I have a Blackstone yeah. that I really like, and I'm still, like, trying to get better at doing more than just, like, burgers. Yeah. I also got an air fryer, so it's like, pfft, I just throw something in there, and it's ready in about five minutes. That's mm-hmm. the whole reason I wanted it. I might as well let the yeah. apartment complex. You can take that bitch out. I don't even <laughs> I, I, You and Matt, both in the office here, like, all we're talking about air fryers for, like, two weeks straight of, like, how great they were. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, maybe I will get one. And then all talk stopped. It's like Matt had, like admitted the only thing he uses his for is like um, pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. After I haven't heard you say anything about them. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe the hype. I just, just felt kinda... like I was getting annoying about it. Like I'm just over there throwing in my pizza rolls or chicken nuggets or mm-hmm. my like I just thought maybe it was a fad thing of like, oh, when you first get it, this is amazing. But then there's I, actually not a lot of other uses for it. So I just kind of <laughs> let it die down. I do see a lot of TikTok uh, recipes for it, though. I've been using them pretty good. Do you do the crispy chicken stuff? I haven't done it yet, but I've been seeing it. I need to go buy some chicken is what I need to do. I also just get to a point where, like, I want to go grocery shopping, and then I realize, like, I'm not going to be home this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to spend 100 some dollars on these groceries, and then I'm not going to use them, and I wasted it. Yep. I might as well just go spend $10, you know, and get, like, Chick-fil-A or sit down at a Mexican restaurant and eat some food. Or- yeah. Grab a cheeseburger, grab a steak from Longhorn Steakhouse. Throwing those places out there, sponsor us. Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> I, have, I would gain so much weight if we had a Longhorn Steakhouse sponsorship mm-hmm. or Texas Roadhouse. If it was Texas Roadhouse, I'd be eating 50 rolls a day. That's game over. Like sometimes, peek behind the curtain, businesses will be like, hey, let's do it for trade. So, like, we'll give you so much trade, you give us so much advertising. I'd have to decline there. I, I, I literally can't, or I will just be an even bigger fat we'll just ass. Just order off our healthy menu. That ain't gonna happen, Mike. Yeah. Friend. Oh, your giant salad. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I drowned in ranch dressing. That Casey strip right there. Give it to me. Side <laughs> yeah. of mashed potatoes. How about some broccoli so it's a little bit better? Oh, you buttered that up for me. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also. I just need more recipes. Sometimes it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Two young girls. They don't want to eat steak and potatoes every day. Which is wild. Also, love those two to death. They could not be more different on what they like to eat. Oh, that's... It's so frustrating. Like, if one likes this place, the other one doesn't. If one likes this recipe, this meal, the other one doesn't. It makes things so difficult all the time. Love them to death. It's tough, though. Uh, My next and last Tell the Truth Tuesday is I don't... I don't even know if people will believe it because it sounds so wild. I left the office yesterday, and here in Joplin, we have a little bit of a – not a little bit. We have a big – we have a homeless population that's real bad. We've talked about it a lot. I even mentioned it earlier today. It's real bad, and we also have a meth problem here in the Ozarks. Yeah, I see people uh, go nuts off of that. (laughs) 
Exactly. And that's what I saw yesterday. And again, I don't even know, like, I swear to God, this is the truth. I don't even know if people will believe it because how wild my drive home was yesterday. But, you know, the homeless population, the meth population, they also kind of coincide. It's a Venn diagram. There's a lot of people in the middle that are doing both. And yesterday, I'm driving just downtown Joplin. And I see this homeless man. I, I Again, I swear to you, he's holding in one arm three two-liter bottles of Pepsi. And he is just wailing on the stop sign with his other hand, just punching the shit out of it. I know he broke his hand. I, he <laughs> Full force punching the stop sign. It's got to be bloody and broken today. I even went to like – I took the same route to work today thinking that stop sign's probably not standing anymore. It was, but it's also – it might be one of the stop signs that's like attached to a light pole. Oh my God. <laughs> like, like I'm, and he's just giving it hell the whole time. His hand and wrist, he's got to just be fucked up today. He came out of that and was like, what happened? Yeah. Like, he's got three two-liter Dr. Peppers and one Pepsis. Arm. Pepsis, excuse me. Yeah, he's a Pepsi drinker. Go figure. But three <laughs> two-liter Pepsi. I didn't even know they made two-liter bottles anymore. <laughs> I just – I've never – I don't think I've bought one since I was a kid. Really? Yeah. You not see them every time you walk into Casey's? I guess I just no, I don't. Okay. Right I, along the window. Totally space it. <laughs> <laughs> That's I till yesterday I didn't know they still existed. But this dude just wailing on a stop sign. I text you and Matt like, man, you'll never believe what I saw. As I'm texting you, I'm still driving home. And I see this car stopped and parked alongside the road. Again, I'm in town. Uh-huh. Like, what's our population? You're like 50,000, something like that. It's not a small town. We're like a little city. In town, there's a car pulled over on the side of the road, and there's a dead raccoon in front of the car. And I'm thinking, like, did you, did you hit it? Did you make sure like, to come back and make sure it was dead? Like, what are you doing? It's two young teenagers. And they are tying a balloon to a dead raccoon. I don't know why. It's still there this morning. The balloon and raccoon? Yeah, both of them. Was still it, there. Was this their mindset of like, got to let other people know there's a dead raccoon here. Let's tie a balloon to it. They were having a good old time, so I don't know. Just super That's weird. <laughs> yeah, super weird. Between the meth head homeless guy and the two teenagers messing with a dead raccoon, I don't know, man. I think I got to move. Which I won't because I like it here. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty messed up. And it, I even thought about it last night. Like as I'm texting you guys and as I'm like, oh, there's my Tell the Truth Tuesday. Mm-hmm. No one's going to believe this. But at the same time, why would I make up something so stupid? you got a heck of an imagination if you are. <laughs> you never know you what you're going to see. Books. <laughs> In Joplin, Missouri. Just from Stephen King or run for his money. And by the way, my drive home is 10 minutes. It wasn't like I was on the road for 40 minutes yesterday. Yeah. It was a 10-minute drive. I bet that happened in a, within a three-block radius of you. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have to avoid 4th Street. Was it right there by that come and go? Yeah, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be by the come and go? Yeah. <laughs> like, Pepsi. I like come and go. I avoid that one. It is oh, – yeah. obviously, it's on my way to work. I will go out of my way to go to a Casey's – somewhere else or a different come and go even i'm not i don't like to go to that one yeah i respect it uh my next tell the truth tuesday is me almost hitting deer saturday night or friday night excuse me i was coming back 
uh, home to Joplin, just driving down the highway. It's dark outside, of course. Um, and I remember growing up, living in a liberal small town, living out in the country. Like, you'd be driving home, and you'd see a deer, and it would be like, okay, like, there's a deer. Slow down, let it cross the road. It might bounce off the truck here or there. No big deal. You wait for it to get up and run off. It's fine. still alive. On my way home Friday night, I saw the <clears throat> biggest fucking doe I've ever seen in my life. And that son bitch was just standing <laughs> in the middle of the street. Like, and You're I a big, just, big country on that. That son bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this bitch was massive. It wasn't a buck or anything because I believe their horns would be growing up by now or at least starting to. So I would have seen it. But, I mean, it's just standing in the road. And I'm going – so the, the road's empty. Speed limit 65. I'll be honest. I was going about 75 on cruise control, just trying to hurry up and get home. I was tired. Um, and it was late, so the road was completely clear. And all of a sudden, I just, like, boom, right in front of my car, that deer's there. And, like, I'm slamming on my brakes, and I'm, like, flashing my lights and honking my horn. And when that finally clicked in that dumbass's brain of that deer, that, like, I'm about to get hit by something, something's coming at me, watching it, like, spin out in the road like i know it left oh when its legs are trying to run yeah Yeah. and i was like it's almost running on ice almost and when she caught grip she just took off and i was just like oh my god that's why i've been so adamant this week on like i need to get a new vehicle i need to be higher off the ground because if i would have hit that deer oh you're taking out her legs body right through my fucking windshield oh you're tommy boy in that thing yeah (laughs) loading it in the back of the the passenger seat yeah (laughs) <laughs> but yeah. it was a terrifying experience Friday night. It was just like, I did not realize, like I, again, grew up in the country, grew up hunting deer, seeing deer all the time. And it was just like, I never realized how big they were. And all of a sudden it was just like, yep. boom, there's this one massive. I, again, I know you probably sound a little ridiculous to some of our listeners about like, Oh, you first time seeing a deer. I was on a hike in Colorado in the Rockies Mm-hmm. It heard something very large rustling through the like the trees, and I'm like, "Fuck, this has got to be a bear." Like it sounds massive. It's got to be like an elk, moose, something. It's huge. Is a fucking white tail buck? Yeah, like, that's it. But they are. They're so much bigger and taller when you see them up close, and even seeing one out like in the wild, not from a vehicle, I thought like this deer might kill me. And I think they're <laughs> like, and this might sound crazy. I think they're getting bigger. Because they're eating everyone's crops. Like, the crops are kind of in a spot where they're growing out a little Inflation. bit. Inflation. Yeah. What the fucking – them G- GMOs, man. Making these deer big. <laughs> yeah. What are we putting it's in these cornfields? It's great deer hunt season, but right now, middle summer, I don't need them some bitches standing in the middle of the road like that. <laughs> I love that you refer to them as some bitches. <laughs> I've never heard you say it like that before, but you're like, talking about deer. That's some bitch. Some bitch. That's some bitch walked right out in front of me. I said, oh, boom. Have a seat, pal, for the rest of your life. Wall hanger. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen a, a moose or an elk? In, uh, I've seen some pretty close elk. Up? Like the, when we were in Yellowstone a couple years ago, that, uh, yeah. what was it? That, uh, the elk that was right there next to the road. I knew they were big, and like I'd seen them before too, but like, mm-hmm. man, like out in Yellowstone where they're just kind of like living their freaking life, it yeah. was kind of one of those deals where like, you're a, in a moose. Animal. Those things are taller than cars. I don't think a lot of people realize how tall those fuckers are either. Oh, wow. have you seen that video of that moose chasing a bear yeah. out of the lake or whatever? And mm-hmm. then, like, the bear is trying. The fact that a bear is running away from, like, a fe- like a mama moose, a cow, is what they're called. 
is terrifying. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we got to protect this. I... And the freaking moose is, like, flaring its legs up. Like, it's trying to, like, <laughs> if that moose got a hold of that bear, that bear is toast. It's getting stomped You off. think so? Oh, 100%. That bear was scared. That bear was scared. It wasn't, like, protecting anything. It was like, scared bear like, hey, I'm fresh out of hibernation. I'm just trying to eat, dog. Like, leave, yeah. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I want some fish. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to crush some berries and some fish. Like, you're, you're little... Whatever a baby moose is called, it's fine. Is it yeah, a calf? I think so. I would assume. <laughs> yeah. Moose are... I want to see a male moose. I haven't seen one of those in person before. Yeah. They they are scary. Yeah. They, they're... People will just roll up to them. Right? I'm going to start recording this moose. Oh, moose. Hey, man, if you're outside of your car, you're... You I could be done. I a, a video a couple years ago from someone either in Canada or Alaska, and it was a moose running like down the middle of the road, and they're in their car. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my yes. God. Dude, yeah. They're like eight feet tall. Yeah, I've like, seen a video. Back. Like, that's what blew my mind. Where these people pull into their driveway of like, and maybe it's an Airbnb or something. And there's a moose just like s- sitting or standing, I don't remember, where they're supposed to park their car. And they get out of the fucking car and they're like, hey, move, moose. Like, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> like, honk the horn or something. Stay in the car. No, do not get out of the car. Under no circumstances. And, like, things with buffalo, too. Like, we have Prairie State Park here. So, like, you know, we'd be able to drive through. And, like, you see some buffalo. They'd be in the road. Them things are huge, too. And I think people are just like, oh, nice, big, fluffy buffalo. Mm-hmm. Look out. No, they are built to move three feet of, like, three foot deep worth of snow with their head so they can just create a path and a walk. Their necks are huge. Mm-hmm. And then there's the hair. Like, the hair doesn't add any extra fluff. Did you see the lady that died? In Yellowstone, like I, I follow games win stupid prizes. That's what I said. Yeah, I know you love Yellowstone. I see it on your um, computer every day. I just removed one of the stickers. <laughs> uh, but I follow them because I, I love Yellowstone. I think it's the most beautiful part of the country. Mm-hmm. I love the animals that are up there. But I also get to see the like notifications, the tweets of like, "Hey, twenty-five-year-old female killed by a buffalo in Yellowstone." It happens more than you think. Yeah. If you think that that's like a one-time-a-year occurrence. It's not. <laughs> and they're also fast. They can run out. I think they can get up to 30 mile an hour if need be. Uh, Jake said uh, moose can top speed 35 miles per hour. Yeah. That's like, what that what? bear saw. That bear was like, fuck, I didn't realize you were that fast. 35 miles per hour. The, Usain Bolt doesn't run that fast. He's the fastest human being ever. He doesn't he run that fast. running a moose. It weigh a ton and run 35 miles per hour. Don't even start talking about bears or gorillas. Brooks in the chat says, look up videos of mooses fighting each other while they ram into each other. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know mooses were fighting like that either. Also, moose as a plural form is stupid as well. What do you, you want to say mooses? Yeah, that's what it should be. (laughs) (laughs) It is. That is Tuesday. I remember like uh, English class in middle school. We had like uh, singular and (laughs) plurals and it came up to to mouse and my dumbass wrote mouses instead of mice and i remember when i got that paper back because it was just one of those deals where like you're just going through real quick mm-hmm. and so you're like all right singular plural singular and like so you're throwing an s or es on things and when it got to mouse i was like oh mouse is like boom here we go on to the next one and when i got that paper but, back and saw it i was just like son of a gun i'm with this. you though that's yeah. the way it should be why are we changing the whole world word just to make it plural like jake put it in the chat should be meese like goose, plural, geese. Should be meese. <laughs> Shit. 
I, I saw me, and I was like, Jake, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I've thought that you for years. Up on that immediately. No, because I've thought that for years. It's so <laughs> stupid. So Because, again, original trip to, like, Colorado, first time I was in the mountains. Like, oh, there's a bunch of moose. It sounds dumb. It should be. There's a bunch of meese over there. Look at all <laughs> those meese. Look at all those meese on that hill right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wasn't even meese. high at the time. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It wasn't legal in Colorado yet. Uh, also, I was just scared at the time. Oh, I can imagine so. <laughs> scared of marijuana. I thought I was going to overdose. Oh, I thought you were talking of the moose. All right. <laughs> no, I was scared of marijuana. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I was just going to get ripped out of my mind and then just not know what to do. I'm already a little bit of a, a paranoid person, so I thought that it would just not settle well with me. Turns out that it does. Um, all right, that's it for us today. Uh, what a wild way to end this one, uh, but we do appreciate you guys joining us here today. We'll be back at it tomorrow right here in the call-in app. Again, uh, some of the best content lives in the chat from you know very good, loyal listeners. Uh, I feel like guys like Jesse, Jake, Brooks, um, Bryce in there every day, hilarious guys. They're definitely a part of the show. We appreciate them. Come join them tomorrow, 10 a.m., right here in the call-in app. Uh, we'll talk to you guys then.